0: You can skip this meeting info disclaimer by going to the two minute and 30 second mark.
1: This is a comedy show about black mental health and race. None of the views expressed
0: here should be considered advice. This is a content and trigger warning. Some audience members may find the show's content to be harmful and disturbing. Not as annoying as this fucking music. This comedy discusses Issues that are adult in nature. You must be 18 or older to listen. The views expressed are independent of any podcast platforms or sponsors. Now that we've eliminated, exploited, or offended everyone in the known fucking universe, please enjoy the show. If you have an actual emergency, please dial 911. Peace. You have public access to listen to this Zoom meeting live. Friday nights after midnight, around 3 a.m. actually Saturday morning, which is 3 a.m. by dialing in at 646-876-9923. That's 646-876-9923. Welcome to Zoom. Enter your meeting ID followed by pound. Our meeting ID is 819. Six seven two four eight one two zero That's eight one nine sixty seven twenty four eighty one twenty Meeting ID The passcode is three zero seven four zero four That's three zero seven four zero four Three zero seven Thank you and we'll see you inside our Zoom meeting on Black Mental Health and Race. You
2: are in the meeting
0: now. You are the first participant. Please stand by. Cool. Assalamu alaikum, brother. Welcome to another podcast, April 8th, 2023. I am your host, MF Doug, and my co-host is Dr. Moore. Welcome, Dr. Moore, to the panel. Peace to the God. Peace to the universe. What's going on, brother?
1: Not much, bro. Uh, You know, thankful and grateful to be here for another day. Um, Yes, sir. Blessed Ramadan.
0: I'm sorry. Blessed Ramadan.
1: Yeah, Ramadan Mubarak. E, brother, indeed. You may be oh, listening to the three second right.
0: delay. How
1: how are you how are you doing with Ramadan? Or are you uh participating in your
0: Ramadan? <laughs> <laughs> brother, I'm God. <laughs> I don't need to do no Ramadan. <laughs> you don't see it in the hat, brother? <laughs> that ain't let you know who I am. <laughs>
1: No, it it didn't. Bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, it, 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 it somehow? Probably. Uh, be- I'm sorry.
0: Probably because you ain't uh, keeping up with
1: your ties, brother. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? The tiding will let me know what the hat means. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, okay. You ain't been coming to class. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, my, my blessings have still been flowing, so I'm 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 good, bro. <laughs> yes, sir.
0: I got the fire stick, brother. Hmm. Now I'll be able to watch uh, Breaking Bad and all the other stuff. Hmm. Did you jailbreak it? Did you get the jailbreak? Not yet, and I won't say it on air, but uh, that's what I intend to do, brother. Okay. Why do they make it so easy is what scares me. And, well, you know, being the scientist that I am, I had to figure out how to do it my damn self. Why would I pay somebody 160 to do it for me when I can learn how to do it for self, brother? That is what we taught in the nation. I think uh, that's what the Chinese teach. And I said, why should this company who has a copyright or a trademark be allowed to manufacture things in my country and I not take that technology and build something for myself?
1: Yeah, I used to believe in that type of stuff. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I used to believe in that, but I could tell you that uh I just paid um some um yard people this morning to come mm. and cut my yard. Mm. I could say why pay them when I could do it myself. But you brother, I could tell you this. I felt extremely well sleeping, mm. sleeping while they were cutting my yard.
2: Feel and, good.
1: Um, <laughs> and, and as they cut the front and back and mm. sides of my yard and trimmed you know, the trees and picked up the sticks and leaves, bagged them up, I was extremely <laughs> happy to pay them.
0: that's what uh, uh, Elijah Muhammad said you gotta work um, smarter not harder yeah so
1: I I appreciated the time Hmm. that I was able to get some good sleep Hmm. while they were doing what they were doing and I was able to wake up after they were done pay them and feel good about being able to now go out and do the work that I wanted to do.
0: Hmm. That's so, called uh reallocating resources, brother. Yeah, yeah, bro.
1: It's, it's called delegating. Real, hey, real well, that's leaders. the word I'm looking for, delegating. <laughs> I couldn't think of it. Yeah. Real real leaders know how to delegate.
0: Hmm. If you can't
1: take over the world,
0: brother. If you are the only one at the wheel.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I could sit here and try to figure out, you know, X, Y, and Z and how to do this and how to do that. And why should I pay somebody when I can do it myself? I mean, yeah, I I, I could do that. But the time that I'm going to spend doing that, Mm -hmm. I feel is a waste of time. I feel like I have spent enough time trying to become a doctor, trying to become a licensed therapist. That I don't want. I, I, I've utilized my time wisely, in my opinion, to mm-hmm. do what I need it to do. That I don't want to utilize my time. Utilize the rest of my time doing stuff that I could pay other people to do or doing stuff that I could delegate to be done. Right. So I don't, there's nothing about me that makes me feel um, worthy or makes me feel more valuable or validated by doing yard work or doing menial tasks that makes me feel more like a person because I'm doing those things. Those things I don't really care to do um, at this point in this stage in my life. You know, there's. I want to spend my time doing other things. I rather spend my time reading, writing. You know, I, I mean that's me. I'm not knocking anybody else, but for me, I rather spend m- my my time doing other things that I can enjoy as opposed to things that I I don't see the value in it for me at this point. But I can understand other people that do. Indeed. I'm
0: just a, a curious chap, but I, I totally agree. If we are going to um, make things happen Uh, I think one of the biggest mistakes I made in life, um, I've made many, but one of the biggest mistakes I made was not being able to delegate. I felt that um, people were incompetent, people were slow, people were inefficient. So I would do all the work. I would be the law firm until four or five in the morning. And I would get the work done. And I wouldn't make other people feel bad. It was just the way my father had taught me. And uh, he never became rich. He did buy his own house. A lot of his time was spent in highly stressful situations. When you delegate things to other people, it frees up your time. It frees you from stress. I think you just demonstrated or articulated how stress-free it was to pay somebody to do it than to go through it. And then you could actually do things that you needed to work on, things that you've been putting off. Um,
1: you're listening to Black Mental Health and Race, um, yeah, but but now not only was I able to then do what I needed to do as it relates to work, but I was also able to then take my wife to dinner and a concert, hmm. Hmm. right? And enjoyed that time because I didn't spend two to three hours in my yard cutting my grass, trimming my, and I have done that.
0: Right, me right. Several times.
1: Yeah. So I, I, I've spent, you know, two, three hours, you know, but I rather not when I have other resources to do that. Hmm. And what I know is the dysfunction in feeling like i'm the only person that can do this job this way it's, it's interesting because uh, um I, I was watching a couple of reels um and there's some funny reels that that are going about where the wife is saying i need help at home right and she's telling this to her husband and she's telling this to her kids. But every time they pitch in to help, she's, she starts to tell them, no, you, you're doing this wrong. This is not how you do it. You're doing this wrong. This is not how you do it. What's funny about that is, you know, uh, uh, my wife is very much like that. You know, she thinks that there's one way to wash clothes. There's <laughs> one way to wash dishes.
0: He's a perfectionist.
1: Well, if that's the word you want to use, I I wouldn't use that word. Uh, I, I perfection is just far from what I would call that. You call it being anal uh, Well, I can I I, that. Uh, I, got some, I got some other choice words, but I, I won't I won't hmm. I won't utilize them at this point. But um, I I think if you think that your way is the best way. Again, that's dichotomous thinking Hmm. that there's only one way to do this. I I, I think what's foolish about that is I understand that you think the way that you make up the bed is the right way and the only way to make up the bed. Right. That's Mm -hmm. one way of thinking. But it's foolish to think that your way of making up the bed is the only way to make up the bed. Hmm. Right. The way that you fold clothes is the only way to fold clothes.
2: Hmm. The
1: way that you wash clothes is the only way to wash clothes. Yes, sir. You, <laughs> in a situation in situations like that, you become your own worst enemy. You you can't get out of your way. And that's that's how you prevent progress from happening in your life. Hmm. You you can't grow because you're you're stunning your growth by being in your own way. You don't understand true leadership is about delegation. If you can't if you can't if you can't delegate then that means that no no one else can do the job but you so you're going to be the only person that's doing the job and when you're the only person doing the job the job you're never going to be able to grow because hmm. you can because you can't outgrow that situation i
0: can attest to that Brother, we got um a lot of um kickback from um Trump going to jail uh did you feel emotionally
1: satisfied? What I felt was <laughs> or what I thought about was you arguing What's that, brother. <laughs> You arguing that a president <laughs> or a past president couldn't be arrested. <laughs> What's that, brother? <laughs> so how do how do you feel now that he has been arrested and has been indicted? Didn't I tell you he was going to come to New York like Mister
0: Royale with cheese? He was going to be the Big Mac coming. To conquer New York, he stayed in court, but seven minutes. Well, you said
1: you said he was never going to get arrested.
0: No, I said he wasn't going to jail. Remember that. Uh, going
1: to jail, get arrested. You you were convinced,
0: from what I, convinced I remember
1: to this very day, that that <laughs> that it, that <laughs> he would that this would
0: never happen. All this show was people know how to waste your damn time. And it it really um, leaves a bad taste in my mouth about politics. And I I know you're a big advocate for politics, but I think um, we need to um, have some substance behind it. And this whatever was purpose it was supposed to serve, seemed only to give him free publicity. Well, to make th- him feel more important than he actually...
1: Well, I, I, I don't think that it served to give him free publicity, because I think he gets free publicity regardless. I mean, it, it, I mean, it could be gum on the ground that he steps on and, and they'll call that news. I, I watched um, um, on maybe three or four different news shows that showed his plane just sitting there. <laughs> and that was a news story. There was that there was nothing. When he was on the plane. The plane wasn't flying. The plane was just sitting there. And, that, and it was a news story.
0: And that went on for hours. That went on for hours. The, the whole coverage went on for hours. It was like the whole day started early in the damn morning to late at night. And people were so happy. I think it, it was fool's goal because he didn't go to jail. He wasn't in a police precinct. He was in court, criminal court, but uh, court. He didn't have to come in in handcuffs. He didn't have to put on the orange jumpsuit. And I I watched this show on A&E called Jail. And those are people who are going to jail, brother. And um, we need to put on our cape and go down there and save them before um, these Republicans try to save your boy Rump. I'll save uh, my boy. <laughs> my hey, boy I, Rome. I don't I don't
1: I don't know what your I don't know what your fascination is with saving the world <laughs> and, and saving these people. And, and I don't know, I think somehow or another you think this podcast is gonna save some people. <laughs> but you can't even get nobody to listen to it. I, 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 you know, I, I'm trying to support you, brother, but I, I, I you know, I, I don't understand your desire to save the world. But I tell you what, brother, if we don't save people
0: by sometime, I quit too. Well, <laughs> That's the way I'm gonna look at it because you put a lot of money and time into things when there are other people that can probably do it better than. Um, shout out to Charlemagne the God and Andrew Schultz who are brilliant idiots. I watched their uh podcast and man, I don't think we can compete with that, brother. Really. It was funny. They talked about serious subjects. We're trying to do that here, but we're not professional. Um at least, uh, not beg, entertainment.
1: I beg your pardon. I think we're <laughs> as professional as they are. But what 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 do they have that we don't have? No, but 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 the
0: way that I I describe this show is to keep it lighthearted, and um, we do we do a pretty good job at it, keeping it lighthearted. Um, not taking ourselves too seriously, but we do talk about serious subjects. They did it in such a way that it was very entertaining to watch. And you laughed all the way through it. Not that uh, we don't do that, but I don't think we're on their level. They've been doing this for years. You and I have just been talking on the phone. We've never even considered this uh, a show, per se. But... Um, it 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 was very entertaining. And I also went back to Sirius so that I could catch up with my boy Howard Stern. I haven't listened to him for years. And he's very entertaining. Who's it? Howard Stern. Oh yeah, I listen to Howard Stern every day. Hmm. Very entertaining. Um some inappropriate shit that he shouldn't be saying, but it, it was uh, you can't help but, but listen in. And um, God bless these people for their take on life and their ability to save the world where maybe we, you and I will be able to. Not yeah. that if
1: that was your mission any, anyway, it's just right. my... And, 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 and I, I think that what would be a, a better approach and a better therapeutic approach for you is not to look at it as saving the world. I, I think that that's a, that is an approach for disappointment. If you and I want to have a podcast that we just talk, right, about whatever Mm -hmm. we want to talk about, if people listen, join in, hear it, that's fine. But I think that's a better healing process than getting on the airwaves and hoping and praying that we're going to say something or do something that is going to spark the world. I think that that is a recipe for disaster. I think that if you and I want to have open dialogue conversation, um, each week or, um, um, whenever we can and we offer that or present that, um, as it is, I think that we open up the universe or the universe opens up to us to create an audience that will be receptive to that as opposed to trying to give people something that they don't want Hmm. i think that your approach in my opinion has been um addictive approaching or um dependency or codependency approaching And what I mean by that is, hypothetically, if there's a person that's on drugs, if there's a community that needs help, I feel like you are trying to give them something that they're not ready for. No addict is going to accept treatment before they're ready to receive it doesn't matter how much you're trying to give it to them. If they're not at that place in their life where they're ready to receive it, you are going to do more work than they're ever going to do. You're going to burn out faster than they're ever going to burn out because they're not in a place to receive what you're trying to give them. So I'm saying that if you approach it differently, Or perceive it differently. Look at it differently. I think you're in a better place. To receive. What may or may not come. Because you're not. Trying to force feed people something. That they're not ready to receive. Does that make any sense to you? Absolutely.
0: That. A lot uh, because I do listen, listen to serious podcasts as well, and um, one of the things that they did say on the serious podcast was that, um, if you're looking to, um, entertain people you have to give the people what they want but as soon as you get serious or try to educate people you will lose your audience so I agree with you wholeheartedly um I think um We can do a re-evaluation of what we do have and uh, move forward. But uh, like you said, I think uh, by the summer, I think we will have educated the people more than enough. We We will have left a paper trail for when they are ready.
1: Well, I'll say this. I don't know if that's the case. What I do know is that when the student is ready, the teacher hmm. will come. Yes, sir. <laughs>
0: yes, sir. Um, we come from um, a very serious time. Um Back in the 80s, although I still think it's a very serious time now, but um, as I got gotten older, the urgency to do it, the necessity to do it is not there. Um, like tonight, one of the greatest joys that I have, one of the greatest coping mechanisms that I have for this, um, nightmare that we live in terms of race, um, that's, that's like my escape. I can't, I can't even cook for everybody else. Um, One of the other things I do is I draw. I can't draw for everybody else. Like if someone told me, can you draw my face? I'm not good that way.
1: I'm sorry, what was the first one? I'm cooking. Oh, cooking. Okay, gotcha.
0: So if if you gave me a photo, left me to myself, I probably would still fuck it up. (laughs) but if i just took and looked at a, a photo myself and just didn't have no incentive behind it just me doing me it would come out looking like the photo it would be that detailed not good but if you asked me seeing how how good i i am at uh, art and drawing you would be like hey can you do that for me? And I say, maybe, 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 maybe. Um, but it never comes out right. Same thing with cooking. When I cook for myself, you'll see meals like I did tonight. And I did that in less than an hour because I don't even have access to the kitchen, which is why I cook some. Um, but people see it. They say, hey, can you do that for me? But when I do it, the same thing that I've made seems like the same ingredient. It don't come out right. So it is with um, life itself. Um, When I try to do something that I've learned that may be helpful to others, it don't come out right. But I know it works for me. So, putting this out into the universe, something about what we say tonight should put a spark in you to do something for yourself. Even if you got a copy from somebody else to start, even if you have to steal something from somebody else to get where you're going, that's not illegal. Let's make a disclaimer on that. Certainly not illegal. But um if any conversation that you have with anybody puts a spark in you, praise be to Allah. What are you sipping on tonight, brother, before we get into our conversation?
1: Bro, we've been in this conversation for uh, over thirty minutes now. We just been jaw jacking, Charleston white <laughs> uh, uh I I definitely talking about
0: how- uh, President Rump. Uh, yeah, you know the, the family member down south in the uh, and his name is Rump. I always found that name to be hilarious. Like, why do they call you Grunk? <laughs> and he's kept that name. You probably know him too.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Allah I made no of him. Johnny's wife um, um brother. You know Johnny, Brunk. Johnny's wife, bro.
0: Johnny's wife. Well, he got he got ten brothers. I was about to say <laughs> <laughs> his pregnant, twenty kids. God damn!
1: God bless her. I was about to say man, <laughs> twenty his, kids. Man. His wife, God, his wife. I, I mean, they have like one of the biggest families, <laughs> and that they made they may make up that town, bro. Yes. sir. <laughs> I think we all look like them in some type of way.
0: <laughs> They've been getting around. God bless them. <laughs> oh, so um we um uh, are lighthearted tonight. Um uh, I did have to bring this up to you, brother. Um here's a white woman to get a name. But she got thrown out of the Senate. (laughs) Almost got thrown out of the Senate. She stayed with the Senate. I think that was the Senate. By one vote. But the two niggas that protested about gun laws. Watch watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. (laughs) Watch your mouth. (laughs) They got kicked out of the Senate. Or what was that? The Senate or the House or whatever the fuck it was. The good old politics of America. So they asked the white lady who was a politician as well. why do you think the two uh, black men got kicked out? But you you didn't. And she came right out and said it. April 8th, 2023. It's a difficult subject of race. And that is why we are here, brother. We um not in the entertainment business, but um, the fact that these conversations still are relevant is disheartening. Not really. Not to me. Um, Your analysis, sir. I'm sorry?
1: Your analysis, Well, let me just go back to the beginning. Uh, Yes, sir. Well, I I, I don't know if I want to say the beginning, but you, um, prior to jumping in that conversation, previous conversation, you were talking about us having this conversation and hoping that uh, any listener or potential listener Or creating a path that people may one day, or that we created enough content that people may one day um, pick it up and benefit from it. I started off by saying that I want to be careful about the perspective that you may have about what we're doing in this podcast. And what your intentions are of the podcast. And what my intentions are of the podcast. Um, And I was saying that I want to be careful of you not becoming disheartening. uh, Based on your intentions of the podcast. I I do think that. um, Hoping that someone will listen today, tomorrow, or later down the road and get something from the podcast, I think is kind of um, um, a setup for disappointment. I and think failure. that... I'm sorry? And failure. Well, I don't want to say failure, but I, I, um, I want to say, I, I'm, I'm saying disappointment um and and the reason why I'm saying I think it's a setup for disappointment, um, if that's your intention, because I think that whatever you're doing um probably should be more um, for you and what you want out of it than trying to make it something for someone else who maybe doesn't want it, right? Um, As a parent, as an older person, I'm I'm very mindful of the new generation and when and how I want to give them advice, right? I kind of look at, In the sense of um, knowing my place, you know, with the new generation, with the old generation, and knowing how to apply that, right? I have kids that are young enough or old enough to look at me and be like, dad, you're old. <laughs> he used to love. It. Right. Um, there's music that, that I can appreciate from my generation. But I'm very careful about trying to give them that music and the enthusiasm that I have for it and wanting them to share the same enthusiasm. Right. Same way with their generation. And the enthusiasm that they have for the music of their generation, and them wanting me to appreciate it the same way, it it doesn't work like that, right? So, my generation of music, my mom's generation of music, music, it kind of works for me. Doesn't work for my kids. They look at it as like that's old music. As old people.
2: Hmm.
1: Right? Th- that new music, that new ideology, of young people self-identifying with pronouns hmm. is weird as and I'm a therapist, but it's weird as fuck to me. <laughs> new when, when new when the mm-hmm. new generation says to me, um, I am Douglas Jordan. My pronouns are he, him, Maybe them, him. <laughs> which don't even make grammatical sense. Personal. I, Who are we? So I don't want to go off on a tangent on that, right? But I'm just saying that that is very. Confusing and mind-boggling to me, um, it almost loses, in my opinion, the ideology of parenting. Right? It's almost like to me that you there's no use for parenting in in the sense that if my child is going to tell me how to parent them then mm-hmm. then then who am I as a parent if my child tells me mm-hmm. i am not the sex that i'm born with mm-hmm. and you and i want to identify as this or that then i have to abandon My parenting, my life experiences, all of that stuff, to now allow you to tell me how you want to live your life
2: Mm
1: -hmm. or lead your life. (laughs) I have to abandon all of my life experiences, all of my parenting ability. And allow you, who who has no life experience, to tell me this is how you want to live your life. As reckless as it may become, Hmm. with all the experience that I have, say Hmm. to you, okay, you know what? I don't know how to be a parent to you or tell you how to live your life. So you tell me. How you want to live your life, and I will accommodate you. I'll tell you as a therapist, I think that is self-destructive. I think it is <coughs> um self-destructive. I think it is um man, there's so many words that run through my mind. Um I think it's detrimental. I think it's harmful. I think that it does you and the child a disservice to function on that level.
0: And yet, it's part of the uh, DSM. Eh?
1: No, that's not. Well, Listen that word, I get <coughs> it right. DSM. Well, what do you mean that it's a part of DSM? Um, All
0: of the um, gender politics is a part of the um, Diagnostic Statistical Manual. Remember when it used to be, I don't know if you remember it, but um, it used to be um, gender dysphoria. But they removed that, and now it's put into the manual as um, uh, no longer being a mental issue.
1: Well, they anyway, would. Uh, that's politics. That ain't even science. That did that. I'm not. I, I'm not gonna say it's. I don't know if it's. I don't. I'm not gonna say it's politics. I don't know if it's politics. I am I, I, I'm definitely, I'm definitely going to say it's politics, um, but I think that it is. There's a lot. They used to, homosexuality used to be considered um, a mental, mental illness. illness. Yes. Um, Asperger's used to be considered a mental illness. There are a lot of things that used to be considered mental illness is no longer considered a mental illness. A lot of what I'm seeing now would have been considered an identity crisis. Hmm, right. Um, It still should be that. But because if you were born with a male or female genitalia and you wanted to identify as something different and you wanted to put on a dress and fingernail polish and all that other stuff and you were born with male genitalia, that would have been a problem. Hmm. But today is not a problem. Hmm. Um, I think it's... So kind of we a- just give up, brother? <laughs> Let them do what the hell they want. Well, you don't really have a choice. But um, hmm. ho- ho- hold on one second. I- I'll be yes, right sir. You,
0: you can take a pause for the calls. <laughs> yes, sir. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Black Mental Health and Race. Uh, I am your host, a Doug, and my co-host is Dr. Moore. Um, we are trying to um, get through another night of um, talking to the people. Uh, even if there are no people there, we'll be right back. The messages. Peace. I need my ass down for a minute. And we are back. We are back. We are back. Um, Welcome back, Dr. Moore. Peace to the peace to the universe. Peace to God. Um, we're having another conversation about you know, how things go. The more we try to explain how they go, the more, as Socrates says, we realize we don't know nothing. <laughs>
1: Well, um, I don't want, and I hope, I don't want, and I hope that anything I've said comes off as insensitive um, about any particular race or group of people or anything like that. That's not my intention, nor ever my intention, but I, I do think that we are treading a very um careful line uh with the new generation I, I i think that it's it's like with new research right you it's it's new research so you don't really know um mm-hmm. and everybody is is, is exploring Um, We live in an era where technology and all that stuff is very new, and we don't know the lasting effect or long-term effect of certain aspects of technology. We have young people that are far more advanced with technology than you and I will probably ever be. Um, They've grown up with it. They know it like the back of their hand, and it's still growing. And everybody's still learning. So you're learning as you go. COVID happened. We didn't know anything about it. We are learning, you know, as we go, we're still learning about the uh, ramifications of it. Um, It is just a new day, a new time. And where we're just bombarded with a lot of information and a lot of misinformation. And so I think that it is a very um, scary and dangerous time, um, not only for children, but for parents also, um, in terms of understanding um, identities and who they are, who we are. It is a very sticky situation.
0: Indeed, brother. Indeed. Uh let me give out the number here. You want to call the business phone, the hotline, brother. It is nine two nine six seven five eight six four seven. That's nine two nine six seven. Five eight six four seven. Um there were a few other subjects that I wanted to get into and then we'll all of the night we are at the um forty-five minute mark. And um was the other one? Um Oh, you know what we missed talking about last week? Poshy, six nine getting his ass whooped. Getting the traditional ass whooping handed, brother. Your thoughts in analysis.
1: Uh I don't have any thoughts <laughs> or
0: analysis. Uh, I do uh, I, I hear a smart you, brother. You hiding something <laughs> in that Jubari window.
1: <laughs> well, it may have be been the Juhari window, but it's in the Juhari window of the unknown, because I don't know anything enough to speak uh on to- tell me that you didn't laugh and you heard he got his ass but
0: that somebody had finally caught up with him. Well
1: brother, let me tell you something. <laughs> yes sir. I don't know nothing about No Takashi 69 um except for what I've heard that he was a rapper that went to jail and snitched on everybody that he knew and got out of jail and as far as what I know is still a well-known rapper um and people still listening and buying this stuff i come from a different world uh uh, uh you know snitches get stitches so um there it is nice said it brother the young the young boy um <laughs> is different from my era so um well, this ass whooping proved that he wasn't dis- too different. Well, I, I don't know anything about the ass whooping. Um, <laughs> if he got called him slipping in the in the
0: gym bathroom, well, now it probably wasn't even the, the people that are after him because they wouldn't have left him alive. These folks just uh, put a little, tossed him a little beaten. Uh, oh well, Made him eat a little uh, pee. <laughs> bathroom floor <laughs> oh. it's not funny brother it's not funny but, uh, <laughs> we come from a time when we know what that ass was for eventually somebody gonna catch you slipping and yeah it, it seems like he had been throwing it in people's face especially when he got out He had, like, six bodyguards, but that money runs out, brother. And when it do, those ass-whippings are going to be more frequent. He's going to get the frequent flyer mile of ass-whooping if he don't sell another album, brother. That's all I got to say about that. Because I don't want to see nobody get their ass-whooped, but... um. If you are going around um, taunting people, is what he did. Yes, he did. That's exactly what he did. Taunting. I even put uh, Charleston White in it. Um, but Charleston White has a different strategy than um, Takashi Six Nine. Takashi Six Nine is too young to know how to maneuver when you talk shit to people. Charleston White, on the other hand, has been to jail. He has not been to prison because he got his charges of murder, murder charge, when he was underage. Speaking of underage, remind me to bring up the, um, what happened in Orlando, Florida. Because last week we also talked about um, a certain type of white privilege to shooting, and then you mentioned um, what happens when it happens in the black community. It did. And um, what happened in Orlando this week with um, the teenager, they were black, they shot and killed two white girls for fun. Those are the, the days that I hope and dread that we as black people, especially black men, especially black youth who are our future, don't show up on the TV as the suspect. These suspects were underage and unlike the white people who would have been protected uh, for killing somebody at a, a young age, the niggas they were alluded to were all over the news. Did you see that? Mm.
1: Hmm. I I saw bits and pieces of it.
0: Hmm. Did it make you frown, brother? Did you feel some type of way or you just turned down? I don't
1: know, bro. I think
0: I'm so kind of immune yeah things are happening so quick that you don't have time to even adjust so immunity is probably the better answer oh my my last point about takashi 69 was that um When you taunt people, you better have a lot of money and you better be able to pay for the proper defense. Uh, one of the things that Minister Farrakhan said um, he's had 44 years without Elijah Muhammad, and he thanks Allah that um, in those 44 years, he's gotten away without incident, but he said that he would be remiss in his duties if he didn't mention the FOI of male, female bodyguards that protect what he has to say. And um, I think that... um, Takashi 69 is in for a hard lesson. Gonna get his weight up. Hmm. And I hate to say that about young, because I don't like to see anybody tormented. But if you are putting yourself in the way, the way is gonna push you out.
1: Well, <clears throat> again, I mean I can't speak intelligent intelligently about Tikashi six nine. Um I, I think that um whatever music or whatever it is that he, he's doing, I mean it's out of my um, age group of listening to. Um so I don't follow You know, him or whatever it is he's doing. I've heard things about him, but I think it's much to do about nothing in my world. So, Hmm. um, if he got beat up, you know, so be it. Um, I think he creates the environment and atmosphere for that to happen to him. So, it's par for the course for me. You know what it reminds me of, brother? When you
0: <laughs> see the fucking lion in the zoo behind the fucking uh, gate and you taunt and you taunt him, you taunt, him, you taunt him, knowing that he can't touch you. But one day, brother, one day, somebody ain't gonna be so lucky. Most people will get away with their taunts but the one day that lion catch somebody, you're going to hear the wailing and gnashing of teeth, brother. Amen. Your boy, Chuck B, made it to uh, drink champs. And brother, this brother put down some knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. You hear me, Brother. He had um, low-level information. I I associate that with what we do. But he put it out in such a high level that even the young people could understand. it. He bought them all the way back to 1978 when rap started. And what had to be done to get to 2023. And he did it eloquently, brother. I sent you the thumbnail. Uh, but that damn interview was three hours long. Another interview that was pretty interesting on Drink Champs. Shout out to Noriega and shout out to the EFN um, that hosts the um and co hosts Drink Champs. Um, the Isley brothers they had on it. man, they had so much historical knowledge that even the young people could appreciate what's being said. And these guys oh man, they're older than us, brother. The Isley brothers, Chuck D is 63, he's older than us, 62. Sixty-two. He said on drink chance he was sixty-three. Must have had a birthday you or know, was coming or coming. Or maybe it's a mis m- m- uh, a,
1: a-, 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 a- misheard. I thought he said he was sixty-two. Maybe.
0: Um. You know who I didn't recognize? The the guy that was with him. You know, that's the guy from S one W. Yeah, he was in the F-, F-, F O I. Yeah. His face look all swollen. He probably have more than one meal a day, brother. <laughs> <laughs> God bless him, brother.
1: Yeah. Your thoughts on any of that? No, bro. I I, I watched uh, that. Um, I, I only watched an hour uh, of it uh, when it came. Yeah, it was long, man okay so you you probably have more insight than than I have, but i no so
0: long I fell asleep in the middle, but I woke up it was still going on like damn and he's still teaching
1: okay very entertaining okay yeah, so I only, I only got a, a an an hour of that interview mm-hmm. uh interesting that um it because when it comes on drink temps, you only get an hour of it. You don't you don't right. get the whole show. Right. <clears throat> so it's kind of cut up in pieces.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um so I don't have the same appreciation that you probably have for it. Yes sir. While while I do have a great appreciation for what I saw. I don't have the same appreciation probably that you have because if, if you saw the whole 3 hours then that was I'm sure um, it,
0: you get a lot of the context that was right. missing in the hour, right?
1: Sure. Right, and th- the hour that I saw was phenomenal. So I can imagine it was.
0: <laughs> yes, sir. That that brother had a lot of musical knowledge. That a um, lot
1: of musical knowledge. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my
0: God, and the Lee Brothers was the same way. The way that they broke it down, yeah. I'm like wow yeah. because I really didn't have that much appreciation for music I think it's like um to me like like politics it, it it's a distraction from this work that we need to do but um like you said it's just one man's perspective and it's not a popular perspective um it's just um, me. And it's probably more bending towards dichotomous thinking or pessimism than it is being um, open to a myriad of ways to reach the solution of uh, politics and race.
1: Bro, I, I I think that when I hear you say that, I I feel like you have this mentality about um, somehow or another. You I I feel like you feel like there's a like you approach the world mathematically, and you feel like there is this mathematical uh, equation to getting the world out of Mm -hmm. (laughs) where it is or black America out of where it is. And I feel like you approach it or see it in this mathematical puzzle type of way. And there's this rhythm or there's there's this way of solving it, and then you just automatically are out of the puzzle or out of the um uh the rigmarole or you know, like there's this there's this goal at the end of the puzzle. Um and I just don't I don't see it like that. And I think approaching it like that is um, dangerous.
0: I don't say it, brother. It's very dangerous. It's, because it's, if it it's, doesn't work, what happens is you become suicidal. And it, it, it goes the same for a lot of people with, with their thinking. If you have a mathematical mind, it's difficult to know that you reached a problem that you can't solve. And um, a lot of the, the mass shootings, a lot of the um, just public um, inhumanity that we see ex- ex- exhibiting now so frequent comes from people who have given up on the world. And um, it's a pleasure to have you talk to, brother, because um, even if we don't have any audience, you help to keep me grounded. For that, I appreciate it. Well,
1: uh, here's what I, I think, here's what I say. Islam is mathematics and mathematics is Islam. But the world is not Islam and the world is not mathematics.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. So if you're trying to solve for that. Then there there in lies your problem, because you can solve for mathematics and you can solve for Islam, but you can't solve for the world. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: So your mathematics is off. When it comes outside of Islam,
2: hmm.
1: because the world isn't that, and you're only functioning in a world of Islam and mathematics. The world isn't mathematics, because the world won't. The world you. The world is never going to add up and make sense. And if you're trying to make sense of the world, then you're going to miss that you're going to mistake mathematics for the world, because mm. the world isn't mathematics. So your X, your unknown, is never going to be re- resolved because <coughs> the mathematics is off.
0: Mm. And I think um that would be key. Give me for speculating, but that would be key. All of us that may be suffering from the notion that the world isn't producing what it's supposed to be pr- producing. Um,
1: no, the maybe, world is no, the world is producing what it's supposed to be producing,
0: which is what I was saying. It's us. It's the us. That have this notion that it ain't. That are going to do some pretty evil shit to humanity. Or even um, not even evil, at least some pretty confusing shit to humanity. When we talk about gender politics, it's not evil, but it's confusing to the world. Here you have a small inner world that have a right to beliefs. But um, when you try to apply it to the real world, it doesn't work. And because it doesn't work, they feel that they're they're being violated of rights being violated of uh, their childhood and all types of stuff that um, just don't work in the big world in the real, real world.
1: Well, I think it doesn't work depending on where you're trying to apply it. Right? Um, Brother Douglas can have his own world and then your world, whatever it is that you think, feel, it could work in your world. It's mm-hmm. going to be problematic when you bring it outside of your world.
0: Mm-hmm. And which is why I'm stuck in this room, brother. <laughs> I think I've created my own world in a space of um, 12 by 6. Almost like a cell, brother. Maybe a little bigger than but um, I've created my own world And I don't even want to leave the rooms And this is my platform
1: to show that Okay Okay And what's your goal with
0: that? I stay to myself I don't have to be accepted by society. I can wear my crown. I can be supreme God Allah of infinity. Number seven, brother. (laughs) Without question, without um, interference or advice. But there, there's a there's a downfall to that. You're gonna eventually lose. And when you do, going to end up like Takashi 6'9 on the light side, or you're gonna end up six feet under dark
1: side. But 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 tell me where, where where's the win in that? It, there is it, none. <laughs> It's mathematically impossible. Once you figure that out,
0: (laughs) like, for instance, brother, I'm reading um, Age of Faith. I'm getting some type of um, satisfaction mentally from what I read. But it's about history from someone's perspective. But it answers a lot of questions like um, belief in religion at all. The belief in a Ramadan, the belief in a uh, savior, the belief in um, the things that we consider abnormal normal, or acceptable. And Somebody's small little world, none of those things count. And they isolate. The isolation comes with its own price. And that price is to get back at society.
1: To get back at what?
0: At society, some way or somehow.
1: But, but, but. Why is there a beef with society? What does society have to do?
0: They won't accept
1: you. Oh, you're weird. You're this, you're that. Yeah, but, but, but why are you giving credence to things or people that don't know you? I'm, I'm 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 so right so I so and and I I'm, I want to be very careful about saying this right because yes, um I want to make sure that it comes off um as help and not um um uh I want to make sure that it comes off as help and not um the opposite of help, meaning hurt, right? So um, the world could say to me, um, you grew up on food stamps. You grew up on welfare. You're nothing. You're nobody. You don't know who your daddy is. Your mom is an alcoholic, was an alcoholic. you're, You're nothing. You're nobody. Right, but if you're looking to be validated by people that aren't that aren't valuable or aren't validated themselves, who are they to tell you something about who you are? Right? So it is a self-defeatist mentality to expect them to give you validation it is is there's no win in that ever whether you become successful or not even if you become successful they'll that validation from the outside as opposed to the validation on the inside it's gonna be self-destructive because you, if you're looking for them to validate you, you're always gonna be empty. Hmm. If, if if the validation isn't coming from the inside, meaning that you're your biggest fan, you're your biggest provider. Who who, who cares if if you walk outside with a crown? on your head, and you feel like is worthy, that's all that really should ever matter. Yes, sir. So, if if I thought or gave credence to anybody um, that I didn't know, that said something negative or thought something. I, I I don't think I've ever considered what other people thought about me in my pursuit of happiness from my own life. <laughs> Indeed, or you wouldn't be where you are. Where you are, man. right? I I I I Indeed. I really don't care, and nor do I care to put my business out now. Like I'm not gonna get on Facebook or. <laughs> any of those platforms to say <laughs> look at me.
0: And shake your hands, bro.
1: <laughs> you know, or 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 or, or to gloat. <laughs> because I think that to to do that would we'll be looking for validation from people that aren't valuable. Hmm. I don't I don't I don't know where the win is win is with that. I don't I don't know how you win with that.
0: Hmm. Indeed, brother. Now well, let's see if we can wrap this up, brother. Yep.
2: Take us home, homie. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hmm. Hmm. That's in your seat, belts, folks, folks. Yeah, in the hands of a capable pilot
1: Well, I don't know about that, bro. And I don't even know about that <laughs> that saying. That's always problematic for me, um, at the end of this podcast when you say, you know, take us home because <laughs> I feel like that's a a selling point. No one to go to, right? <laughs> uh, I feel like it's a, a it's a selling point, and I don't like to try to sell people, which uh, is why we don't
0: monetize this program. It will be you no know, commercial brought to you by Nabisco,
1: brother. Revolution <laughs> with absolutely. <laughs> 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 but you know, in 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 conclusion, I think that. Um, if, if you are thinking about, um, you know, society and society's perspective of you, um, I want you to be very, very careful about that. Um, I think that's a self-defeatist mentality, um, and wanting to be accepted by other people. Um. I, I think that's a can't win mentality. Um, I think if you can't be your biggest fan and your biggest provider, I think that you are on a road to self-destruction. And that's a road that you need to get off immediately.
0: Hmm. What's the other road?
1: Well, the other road is you being your biggest fan and you being your biggest provider. You hmm. you, you rooting for yourself.
2: Hmm.
1: Nobody else is. You, you, at the end of the day, you don't need anybody else. If somebody else is there, that's great. But you're the person that needs to show up for yourself every day.
2: Hmm.
1: But if you're trying to show up for other people, it's gonna be problematic. You 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 you're not gonna be motivated to show up for other people every day. But you could be motivated to show up for yourself. Yes, sir. So if you're looking for acceptance for, for other people every day, people can't show up for themselves every day. Hmm. So I I think that you have to focus on who you are and focus on yourself as opposed to focus on other people focusing on you.
0: Hmm. And on that note, brother, we'll say peace to the universe. Peace to the God. Oline, brother. All on. WBMHR will be on spring break for 30 days. We'll be back just as sure as the sun will shine.
2: Or will it?